welcome to the Impact Interviews. My name's Laura and I'm going to be your host for today. And today I'm delighted to welcome Pablo Munoz uh, to talk about his experience in creating impact. So hi, Pablo. Hi, hello. Thanks for the invite. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. So can we get straight to it, Pablo? What yeah, absolutely. is impact and why do you think people should care? Right, so I'm an academic, and, and in my world, I, I'll, I'll borrow Mike Reed's words, and, and he says that impact is the good that academics can make in the world. Okay. Um, which I think is a, is a beautiful, poetically speaking, is a beautiful way of putting it. Um, more technically, I suppose, it's one, once our research is out, is um, changes, um, changes in condition, whether we can make um, positive changes in society or in culture or um, the economy and, and, and so on. So um, is the is material changes in that way? Material changes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's about creating material changes in society as a consequence of the work that you've done. Yes. Yeah, so material in the sense that it's substantive. Um, so you, we, we, changes that we can, we can observe, changes that we can measure, I, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, not just a narrative of change, um, because sometimes there's a misunderstanding of, of of what is what there. Um, you can say, well, I'm trying to change something, but that's not changing itself. Um, here is more substantive um, changes. That's what I'm talking about, changes in condition. And so why do you think people should care about impact? Uh, in, in my world, um, well, we I, I'm in a, a public university, so... Um, I mean, some of my colleagues might hate me, but um, it's uh, yeah, yeah, we are public servants in a way, and and it's uh, it's part of our responsibility to create value beyond our like micro tribes in academia. Um, so <laughs> it's a bit of also value for money, right? So I always tell co- my colleagues, well, if I I'm a taxpayer, if my money goes into uh, people who only publish for the sake of publishing, um, which again, I mean, it's in some cases I can I can justify, but I would feel very uncomfortable with my money going there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my taxes, yeah. Again, it will, it will hate, they will hate me. But anyways, um, um, yeah, it's 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 a bit of that. It's public responsibility, um, and it's also a bit of frustration. Um, that's why I can should care. I mean, at least I've been doing this for for a for a long time, and 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 the fact that your publication ends up in a, I don't know, in a. And it's brilliant for, from from a career's point of view, but if 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 it's been downloaded, I don't know, hundred times, right, over a period of five years, ten years, like no one is reading it. Um, yeah. And uh, and again, I mean, it's 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 because they're part of micro tribes, and I wouldn't expect that it, everyone would read them, but nothing happens beyond that. So it's a at least my work in around impact. I'm trying to make my research impactful to do with with that, with a bit of frustration, a bit of value for money. A bit of public responsibility, um, and um, and it's I think it's, it's it's my job. I have I have a lot of time. I have freedom to do um, to engage in the projects I want to engage in, and mm-hmm. and I suppose that um, it's it's about playing that role. That yeah, in a way, you you have again the time and, and freedom like being granted by society. So it's a way of paying back, I suppose. Yeah, that's amazing. Amazing. So I'd really like you to think about one of the projects that I know that you're working on um, called Mind Your Business. And this is the lightning round. So I've got three key questions for you about Mind Your Business. So question one, what is it? 
Mind Your Business uh, currently is um, a support program um, that we developed to, well, support uh, small business owners. So um, people who were um, three years, four years, five years in into, into the business where they normally start struggling with um, stress, anxiety, um, and, and all the mental health um, related issues. Um, and we 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 yeah we haven't addressed the issue like head on um, still. Um, I mean, if you if you take a look at the numbers, it's, it's very worrying in, in terms of how, in comparison to general population, how they're suffering from depression, from again anxiety disorders, attention disorders, and mm -hmm. uh, even suicide rates are much higher. Um, and and it, it is I, I teach entrepreneurship, and I sometimes feel guilty because the way we teach and 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 foster entrepreneurship like startups like a startup activity it's it seems to be detrimental to the me the mental well-being of these individuals we ask them to i don't know to fail fast to um speed up and to test the assumptions in the market as, as fast as possible to increase their optimism and and so on and and all of that it adds pressure and unnecessary pressure often so what we we well we did a piece of research for like two years focusing on on self-worth so how how they value themselves as human beings and we developed this um well this is currently it's a six-week program uh where we try and foster personal development and business development at the same time which is sometimes that something that we very rarely do um it's normally about doing business um and then trying to figure out how to sustain your life in the in the in, in, in the process um uh, mindfulness training is, is 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 normally offered but it's normally on the side it's not really part of business development so that the, the fact that they're both they're untangled in a way it's a again it's, it's just hurting individuals so that's not what we did we we um we developed a, a program and now we're developing um so we have a six-week program, we have a two-day bootcamp, we have training for executive education and MBAs, uh, and we are halfway through developing a train of trainers program. So anywhere in the world, anyone in the world, um, if you're a coach, a mentor, um, you can get certified with us and you can deliver Mind Your Business training um, in your own country or whatever you want to do it. So that's a way of... Uh, scaling it up because we are unable to deliver training ourselves every single time and yeah. everywhere so um we're trying to reach as much people small business owners as possible amazing so who cares about these who's, I care. who's passionate <laughs> obviously you care but who well you know this is the balance um, of social change on a mass scale right so who, um, who cares yeah i mean it's well i suppose um the small business owners themselves. Right? We they're currently we've um, we've run three sets, well three six work programs, and and we're seeing changes. Yeah. Um, so with like ten people first, twelve, fourteen, and now uh, I think it's like eighteen. The last one I didn't I didn't run the last one. It's my my business partner um, did it. But we're seeing more and more people interested in it, um, and and they're seeing that they're seeing the benefits of working on the personal development and business development at the same time, right? So they're seeing a lot of value in that. Um, and I guess that's why people uh, take it because they're no longer mutually exclusive. It's not that they have to just <laughs> work with us and um, uh, they can They can keep things in balance and achieve good performance in their own terms. Um, so, so small business owners, 
um, clearly uh, agencies um, to government agencies will clearly care. I mean, if ho we're hoping that they will care. Um, yeah. And um, organizations like incubators, accelerators, because they're, they're concerned. I know they're concerned, um, but they don't have methods available they're able to address both things at the same time. So they they know that they're adding stress, anxiety, and 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 triggering depression issues, but they don't know how to resolve them. So what they do, they start offering, um, like uh, look after yourself, uh, mindfulness, um, yeah. support, which is I think it's fine. But when they're pulling in the individual in different directions, it ends up being counterproductive. Um, and so is guessing, that quite amazing then? So then the third question is why is it amazing? And it sounds like amazing because it just thinks about people as a holistic, um, yeah, um holistic thing. I, I generally I I don't personally like grandiose claims. Um, <laughs> but generally, I guess that they, they become a thing when people start using it. We 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 think it can it can play a role in in, in the ecosystem and, and introduce a slightly different way. It's not for everyone. Um, again, we're targeting. Um, uh, small business owners, small companies. Like if you're if you're interested in growing a unicorn, probably this is not for you, right? Because you're thinking of the only thing you have in mind probably is that hitting that what number and then go for a go for a well like an exit strategy uh, that normally involves acquisition, right? So yeah. um, selling the company. Here we we are interested in working with um business owners committed to their businesses. This is their lives. Um they sustain their families with it, which is again is the vast majority, but is the the, yeah. the not so sexy side of the 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 startup world. Um we're interested more in, in working with them. Um we want to run the business because they really care about their businesses, not because they want to grow something for the sake of selling it. So it's not for everyone and probably in that in that sense it's not as appealing um as the other methods you have available which are like very fancy and grow fast and mm -hmm. and well of entrepreneurship. so it's the exciting part of entrepreneurship which is again it's just a the tiny minority of of, of the universe um so uh, yeah I, I don't know if if the word is amazing it's just i think it's good it, it's positive um and it's it's a uh, showing that that through it we're able to support people and and they can just grow the business in their own terms and that to me is amazing that's cool <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's cool I'll, I'll 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 stay with it it's cool okay um, so we'll go for cool for now yeah yeah and what sort of feedback have you had from participants to the program you know what sort of change have you made to how they feel and how they're able to run their businesses there's a lot of uh, work around awareness a lot so um be being aware with um, who they are um interestingly um that they're not traders between personal growth and business growth they can do both at the same time um we work around building rebuilding the business around again who they are and what they have instead of just trying to go crazy um and in search of of uh resources that they don't have available we work with their own coping strategies we work work with um their own values um and um and what has worked for them in in the past so so when when they realize that they have everything they need to build solid businesses for them is, is a, i mean from feedback we receive is that's that's life-changing and it's so simple, so so simple. Um, but that people don't realize how how much strength they have in them. Um, yeah. And then 
that they're just simply unaware of the things that they need and that actually what they need is almost everything available. And then it's about building the businesses around um, that um, trying, instead of trying to sort of a, go after the, the next trend or just, again, because the business is an extension of who they are. And, and that's what we, we try and do with them, right? So to get them to figure out how the business should look like if and how how should the, should, should the business be run if the business is an extension of who they are. Very so, human-centered, actually. It's, yeah, it's absolutely human-centered. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's about personal development. It's about... Um, it's, it's, it's grounded in positive psychology a bit. There's a lot of entrepreneurship tools that we use, but but from the what I call the, the good side of entrepreneurship, not the crazy one. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's very yeah, it's very personal. So because that part of the part of the challenge is how can we develop, how can we run, offer um, this sort of support? Because you're entering in sort of a like problematic problems, right? So now self worth. Um, Issues of anxiety, issues of depression—they're kind of complicated, and we can we cannot work in with individuals suffering from, say, clinical depression. So we have obviously ways of identifying um, that that's there, so we can refer people to health services. So, so we are we want to support, but we don't we didn't want to rely on like a like a clinical psychologist or a counselor every single time. So we developed it in a way that anyone can deliver it, obviously with um someone who certified right to be able to deliver yeah. but you know the counselor every single time um so the chances are that the counselors will get certified but it doesn't mean that you need to be a, a counselor to be able to deliver it so in that sense that's why it's, it's very human centered and, and um and using like a prospection and, and, and positive um psychology positive organizing as a as a as part of the backbone of the program so if I go back to your initial thoughts on what is impact and why people should care, like when will you know that you have truly created big positive impact? You know, what will you, what will you measure with this? Oh, um, I, I, well, in my, my, in my research, I study impact measurement um, in, mm-hmm. uh, in, in social enterprises mostly. Um, and they're, there are different ways of capturing that. Um, you could, we can, we, we will measure, right? So we can, we can obviously assess whether um, well-being is changing before after. I mean, it's that before after assessment, and uh, we have some tools that we are now perfecting. That we're doing a little more research to try and develop the right tools to assess in the context of more business ownership, of course. Um, so that that's that's one side of it. So the is the positive side of it, right? Um, yeah. but there are elements that you're unable to capture. So when I deliver the, the, the sessions and I and I see people smiling and um, and they they, they got the, the they I get, I get the the odd email afterwards say, well, that was a kind of a life changing session for me. Probably is a is, is a sample of one, right? Yeah. But it's very telling because they essentially it's an expression of emotion um, and 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 genuinely expressing. The sense of well, my life actually, I, I, I can see that my life is changing, um, and I take both. Obviously, you, you need you need both sort of inputs um, to be able to. That's that's how you know that that impact being being made. Um, I'm not so obsessed so obsessed with scale. Um, to, to be honest, if I I've lived in the north of England for 15 years, and I'm happy if 
people in the north of England um, or small business owners in the north of England feel better as a result. They go the the ones that go through the program. If if we're able to take it beyond that, I mean through the train of trainers program, um, brilliant. But I'm not personally so obsessed with scale. I think it's it's obsession with scale is part of the problem we're trying to solve. <laughs> so, yeah. so we try to we try to uh, walk walk the talk and um and be as mindful as possible of not falling into the same trap. Right? Yeah, that we, yeah. we're addressing in our uh, with our program and so if people are interested though how do they get in touch how do they become a, a trainer how do they get certified mindyourbusiness.uk mm -hmm. uh, that's the website um there's a sign up uh form uh at the very end so if you want to learn more about the the, the boot camp that we're offering the six-week program um and uh again we're launching the the train of trainers i think september Okay. Bring across. Um, so they 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 essentially they fill in the form. Um, we'll be in touch with with more information. But mindyourbusiness.uk. Cool. And if you think about uh, your journey so far, and if you think about somebody who's listening who might be thinking, oh, you know, I've got an idea. I might I might want to take it on. Do you have any words of inspiration and advice for them that you would be willing to share? Can I say no? No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you were invited onto this podcast oh, because you do have some inspiration. <laughs> no. um, words of... Uh, or inspiration in, or just top in, tip. In, inspiration. Um, oof, um, I don't know. I think it's... As this is one, I mean, I, I guess I can I can talk to my my colleagues, which is not, not normally what what I what I do. Mm -hmm. I do PhD training and and offer um, early career um, support for early career researchers, and 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 then they normally see see this this world of academia as a as a as a as a also as a trade ups, right? So you either go down the the publishing. Um, route and and that's how you're a successful academic and academic and then they forget um why we're doing this right and then that that why is just so important I inter I'm, I'm the PhD program director and I, I interview all like applicants and they all want to change the world right four years in and they forget right that, that's why they wanted to do your PhD in the first place um and then become like self-obsessed, right? So very, very kind of self-centered, sorry, um, academics. And and if I can, yeah, if I can, if I can offer advice and the same advice I offer everywhere, it's just like go back to that um, mm -hmm. why um, and try to keep that, that, that alive. Because it's a very long career, right? Um, so once, you, I don't know, if you're in mid-30s and, and then you graduate, well, you still have 30 years to go, right? And, and that's, that's a, there's a very long time to spend your life publishing. So there's there's much more that 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 we can do for society, and that again goes back to that why uh, why we're doing this um, and why we decided to start this academic journey in the first place. So go back to your why and never forget. And never forget, yeah, yeah. And rather that that can be re revised revised every so often um, because yeah. um, motivation change and purpose changes as well. But but it's, yeah, don't lose sight. Of, of that of your why don't lose sight of your why yeah. it's beautiful Pablo beautiful right yeah cool. excellent so brilliant so um, I think we'll probably leave it for there now 
uh, for now. And um, thanks ever so much for sharing your journey and sharing your insights and um, hope to watch how Mind Your Business grows or makes impact in the future. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Impact Interviews. If you enjoyed this episode, then please check out our back catalogue. And if you have any questions for either us or our guests, then please be sure to get in touch. We'll be back next week with something new. So see you soon.